sometimes simple is better. Get yourself a cup of tea or a beverage of your choice and get comfortable at the Beanbag Cafe. We talk about all things motherhood and modern day parenting without losing you in the process. Because after all, you were someone before you became someone's mother. I'm here to honor that. We dive in to all kinds of topics, whether how to prioritize you as a mom, how to choose the most useful items in your baby registry, or how to surround yourself with mom friends that uplift and support you. We have it all. Motherhood can be challenging, so let's do it together. One bedtime routine at a time. Welcome to the Beanbag Cafe. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Beanbag Cafe podcast. I am your host, Julie Fernandes. I'm an occupational therapist, a mom of three little ones, and I am super excited that you are here. Thank you for spending your valuable time with me. I hope you will get something out of this episode and every episode that you listen to from me. I really focus on transformation with moms, people that are going through changes, uh, living a more meaningful and intentional parenting life. So if that is something that you're interested in, make sure that you are signed up, subscribed to this podcast, uh, and that you share it with your friends and family. I would love um, to broaden the community. And I believe that this is a great way for moms to connect with one another and listen to topics that are important to them. Things that I don't always see spoken about, like just how we manage our viewpoints and mindset around motherhood, how we manage our life. I love talking about things like that. I always talk about how uh, decluttering is my love language and I do uh, love a good declutter and organization, organizational project, don't get me wrong, but it is also your attitude. One of my mentors and coaches always talks about how um, everything is mental and it took me a while to figure that out, but basically means that any situation that you go through is really about how you think about it, your viewpoint on it. So um, I have definitely applied that to parenting, which is no doubt the most challenging thing I've ever done. Uh, if you don't know me, I have three kids age seven, brand new seven-year-old, four and a half-year-old, and a new-ish one-year-old. She just turned one a week ago, 10 days ago. Uh, so we have, we I guess we're sort of out of the baby phase now, which... Um, is a bit sad, but let's not talk about that. Um, we have also been getting a little bit more sleep of late uh, because I finally decided that I needed to take a more active role in getting my one-year-old to sleep a little bit better. And I'm very pleased to report that I found a method that works for us. So it has only been a week, maybe even less than a week, six days. Uh, and she's been sleeping so much better basically through the night. Uh, and I think her naps have been better too as well. So that has been a game changer. But it really leads me to today's topic, which is managing your energy, because I think that is, as this title states, probably your most precious commodity after your time on this planet is your energy, because if you don't have the appropriate amount of energy, how are you going to do anything? So today I wanted to talk about um, things that drain your energy and things that give you energy as a mom and how you can get more of those things that give you energy and how you can manage your energy. Because we talk about managing time all the time. We talk about organization and that kind of stuff, especially on this podcast. But really, um, it's nothing if you can't, you know, will up uh, the right amount of energy to do anything. So uh, I have a wonderful coach. Her name is Lisa Carpenter. And... 
she took us through this exercise, the last call that we had, and it was what drains your energy and what gives you energy. But it's not in just the most predictable ways. So we spoke about things like what people drain your energy in your life, what activities or projects drain your energy. We spoke about things like places or environments or even your food, like that kind of thing, what drains your energy. And some of the things that really came up for me um, are things like social media. You know, I use social media as part of my business and connecting with people, but mm, it's one of those things that is, you know, inherently addictive and it's very easy for it to drain not only my time, but my mental state, but my energy, you know, um, where I just unconsciously start to compare myself with other people. And that is not a good place to be. You know, I find when I'm in the flow, when I'm doing things that I really enjoy, when I'm feeling my best is when I'm not really on social media a ton. Um, you know, when I'm not using it because I'm bored or to fill a gap and when I'm not comparing myself to other people. So I found that is a big energy drain for me. I also identified that my environment, when it is cluttered, messy, untidy, not clean, huge for me. And I know some people maybe are not as affected by the environment, if that is the right word, but I am. I don't like living in clutter. I don't like tripping on things. I don't like being able to, not being able to clean things quickly, you know, having my bathroom, um, I want to say sink cluttered, but having, you know, sort of uh, the top of my bathroom cabinets uh, cluttered so I can't wash them. I can't like just quickly wipe off the toothpaste that every morning, twice a day gets splattered around there. It just, I don't know, it's draining because it's a continuous activity. And it just, I, I think I'm very sensitive to visual clutter. I'm also very sensitive to noise, um, but especially when it comes to my environment, it's usually the visual clutter that gets to me and I don't like it. <laughs> um, so let me know if you're like that as well. I'm just very affected by my environment and I think it is a huge stressor for a lot of people. And that's why I talk a lot about decluttering. Um, I mentioned before that decluttering is my love language. I love just going back to zero and having a cupboard that I can open and just see everything in there easily or finding things. I find when I don't know where things are in my house, like I can't remember where I put something, that is a sign to me that I've probably got too much stuff to manage. And it has been an interesting journey going from, you know, a thousand foot, a thousand square foot apartment. Um, I don't know what that is in square meters, but a, a two bedroom apartment to now a four bedroom house and just having a lot more storage space, you know, you just naturally start to fill it up. And I don't, I don't love that, but that's a conversation for another day. So that was one thing. Um, activities and projects, you know, I tend to sign on to maybe more things than I can manage in this stage of my life. Um, I belong, you know, I do a lot of like personal growth, self, you know, um, self-helpy type of things for lack of a better word but I um, I'm part of a lot of groups and coaching programs and sometimes it can get overwhelming if I'm to be if I'm being perfectly honest and the point of you know bettering yourself through coaching and sort of self-development is that you feel better and you are a happier person but often just because I have three little kids and sometimes it can get so, you know, overwhelming, um, signing up to all these calls and stuff can be a lot. And I just find myself, that's definitely energy draining. A huge one for me, I mean, just naturally, is the lack of sleep. And I feel like even when I say the word sleep, I want to yawn. Um, but 
I think I'm in sleep debt right now because we haven't slept for, I don't know, it's been a while. Neve was a great sleeper. Oh, she slept very consistently until about eight months old. And then we hit this sort of sleep regression, which is very common with babies. And I struggled at one point, not that long ago. She was sleeping or she wasn't sleeping. She was waking up every two hours and it was brutal. And I think I'm still kind of bearing the brunt of that. So if I yawn, I'm so sorry. It is because when you talk like this for a long time, it can happen. And I'm not editing these um, podcasts because I want them to be like real and raw as if you're having a conversation with me on my beanbag, right? So anyway, um, the lack of sleep, obviously, that is very energy draining, just the building blocks of humanity and then certain types of food you know I tend to reach for the when I'm more like stressed or tired or like drained of energy reach for kind of like the chips and like the salty fatty kind of things just the quick fix things that I don't have to prepare the already processed food and I know I know better 100% I know better and I still do it so if you are making choices that are probably not the best for you, you're not alone. The goal is just to try and make a slightly better choice every time or make 80% good choices, 20% less, which leads me to my next thing. And that is like decision fatigue. I feel like that is such a draining thing when you have to make so many decisions. Um, of late, we have been incredibly busy, invited to a lot of things. And even those decisions of should we go or should we cancel this or are we committing to too much? It's exhausting. And I really find that I do better with less on the social calendar. Like I love nothing better than to kind of have a weekend with nothing happening. And it seems like with the start of summer and school being done and everything that that is just not the case. So I'm excited for when we go away in July. Um, we won't know anybody where we're going really. So I'm hoping that it'll kind of calm down. The other thing is behaviors or what kind of behaviors or habits are causing you to decrease your energy. So for me, going to bed too late, um, and here I am talking about how I'm getting such little sleep and I'm still going to bed too late because it's a classic mom thing where your kids are finally in bed and that's when it's your time to party and time to shine because you're not getting enough of that during the day. Just al alone time doing whatever you want, doing adult things that are not appropriate for children. Um, or just like, you don't want to be watching TV all day in front of your kids or going on your phone or even working on a computer or, you know, some of these things like I have kind of loosened up with letting my children see me on my phone because that is just kind of real life and my whole life and their whole life, it revolves around me organizing their, the phone, using a phone to, as a tool to organize things. But if I just want to kind of, I don't know, do my thing on my phone that's kind of the only time I can do it is when they go to bed and so then I end up going to bed so late see when I start talking about sleeping I start yawning um other habits I think you know sometimes habits don't have to be physical things but they can also be mental things so perhaps thinking poorly about something or getting into judgment around other people critiquing other people's parenting skills or just the way they behave or their decisions you know that can be so draining because a we spoke about comparing why do you even need to know about this and b it's like it's just none of your business and it makes you feel bad so why are you even going there so those are things that I really in a nutshell I mean there's probably so many more um, that drain my energy and so I'm trying to focus now on the things that give me energy and I thought this was really interesting I actually almost had a lot more things that give me energy than drain my energy but 
I think, you know, it's very important to shift your focus to the things that you can actually change and things that are positive. So for me, you know, I tend to consider myself like an extroverted introvert. So if you to meet me in person, um, I don't think you would consider me an introvert. Like I'm not a shy, quiet person per se, but I need my own space and I need quiet time. So like today we have a busy day. If you look at the calendar, like we have two birthday parties, a play date, a neighborhood party. There's lots of stuff going on. Um, and I chose, well, you know, we both, my husband and I both, um, organized a few things basically because we have this baby that that needs to sleep in some ways it forces us to stay at home so I'm staying at home now my husband is driving around he's the extrovert he wants to go out he's took one to a birthday party the other one to a play date then he's going to bring the other one back and then go back to the birthday party and then we'll go out tonight probably just to meet our neighbors uh it's a lot but like I'm taking this time now to record this podcast I might take a little nap just kind of replenish myself um, because I took them to a birthday party this morning and I need those times. I need that time in my day to just chill and do nothing. So when my baby doesn't nap or is not sleeping well, it is the worst thing for me in the world. And it's very hard for me to kind of overcome that, although I've kind of just made peace with it now. Anyway, so having that time to myself gives me more energy, right? It helps me regenerate. And that's what I feel like is the definition between an introvert and an extrovert. It's like an extrovert gets their energy from other people going out, socializing, partying, whatever it is. Um, An introvert gets their energy from themselves internally. And that is definitely me. So other things that I find give me energy are travel. And I think that's maybe not what everybody would say because you know travel can be very stressful especially with children and I get that but travel for me takes me out of my environment I'm usually not responsible for keeping another environment like all clean and organized because it's not my home so I'm not going to be like scrubbing toilets and things like that typically (laughs) unless I was like renting a holiday like a home for a long time um but it also just allows me because I'm not doing I'm out of my day-to-day life I can think a bit better and I find that gives me a lot of energy motivation helps me feel rejuvenated and I really like that okay we spoke about sleeping yes going to bed early um is definitely something that gives me a lot more energy but it takes time so now I'm kind of in the sleep debt where I haven't slept for like months properly and so I feel like it's going to take me a little time to make up that sleep and it's something where I can't just be like oh I just had one night good night's sleep now I'm going to feel totally normal again it takes time food what about eating the right type of food so something I've been really trying to do which I haven't been so good at in the past is drinking my vegetables because I don't always love to eat them so much so I've been making myself smoothies we have a little garden now so I have a lot of mint in my garden that I want to use and I have so much frozen spinach you know when we buy spinach and then we don't end up eating it like raw or like in a meal I just freeze it otherwise it gets wasted but you want to freeze it before it like goes slimy and then I put that in a smoothie with some avocado some mint some lemon juice I've been using a little bit of stevia to sweeten it um and some ice and some water and it's actually it's fine it's quite sour I put so much lemon juice in um but you know the the avocado and the spinach have very mild flavors you don't taste them at all but you don't want to just I just don't want to just be eating grass so the lemon juice definitely helps me and then the stevia makes it a little bit sweeter um without any sugar added and then obviously the mint gives it like a very subtle flavor like I feel like you need a lot of mint for it to be like really minty like we're not talking toothpaste minty at all Anyway, I have a whole lot of mint growing in my garden. 
it grows very voraciously, so it's great to use it up. But that is a great energy boosting smoothie um, that I've been using, and I really love it. Um, habits. So we spoke about bad habits, or if you want to call them that, energy draining habits. Things that give me energy are walking outside and um, reading a book, uh, just positive habits for myself. And that really, really helps to kind of replenish my energy so that I can go and do other things. And those doing other things are creating. So I, as I mentioned at the beginning of this podcast, I'm a coach and I am coaching people. And it, I can't even tell you, it's like I'm living what I'm supposed to do. I just love it so much. And when I'm in the zone coaching somebody, it's so fun for me, but also uh, gives me so much energy. Like the other day I had a coaching call with a client and I got off the call and I was like, wow, I just want to go and like clean my house. And I, I mean, maybe it's a little bit of like nervous energy, adrenaline. It was nighttime. So I probably should be winding down versus winding up, but it gives me so much energy to help other people, to serve, to create, to be building a business. It's really, really amazing. So um, find that something in your life that puts you into kind of like a flow state. And that for me, there's a bunch of things that I really enjoy doing that will help me do that. Um, but once you do that, I feel like that's where the energy comes from. That's where you like see these entrepreneurs and people that are working, you know, you just feel like, how are they just putting in so much time and energy and effort? And it doesn't seem like they're drained, um, because they're in their flow state. They're really doing the things that they kind of were made to do the reason they're kind of on earth. And I think that really, really helps. I'm trying to see if there's anything else. I spoke about environments, obviously, and um, having a nice clean environment. When you like newly have cleaned your house and it smells fresh and it feels fresh, that is the best. And that like gives me a lot of energy and satisfaction and just makes me feel really, really good. Um, so I am really focused on doing more of that kind of stuff now, you know, balancing it out with obviously there are things I have to do that maybe would drain my energy, but there are certain things that I can better control, like sleeping and eating and, you know, setting aside an hour a day for myself. Usually that'll be after my children have gone to bed. Um, or if my kids are at school or something, I can try and do that while my baby is napping. Um, but that's definitely replenishes my energy stores. So let me know what you take from this like what depletes your energy and what gives you energy and how can you focus more on the things that give you the energy because ultimately that's going to make you a better parent a better partner a better friend a better daughter wife sister whatever you are to be other people um so it's really important that we take stock of this because it's not just about time management it is about energy management and in fact i feel like having you know researched a lot of motivation and organizational psychology and things like this People do talk about energy conservation, energy management. How can you really make um, your your days count in terms of how much energy you spend? So, as I said in the beginning, I am coaching moms. I love I love change and transitions. So if you're going through a change or you have an upcoming change that you're a bit nervous about and you want to talk to me about it or anybody, um, make sure you jump on my calendar. I have a link in my Instagram bio. Otherwise, send me a DM or a email and jump on and we can do like a totally no strings attached 30 minute call talking about anything that you want to talk about. Um, 
I would love to help you. Every call that I have, because we sing it in a different way and we're talking about it, we have aha moments. So if nothing else, you'll get at least one amazing takeaway from the call. Um, and obviously, uh, I would love to chat to you more. So make sure that you're signed up for that and we can chat. And then I'm also running a group program. So if you would prefer group coaching, uh, that and that's something that is more what you're into, uh, I'm also offering that. So I'm excited to hear from you. I'm excited for this week that's coming up. It's my kids' first week of camp. Last week we finished school. Uh, we had a bunch of birthdays. It was a long weekend. It's been busy. Um, summer is here in full force, especially in Austin where it's, I feel like it's been really hot since like the beginning of May. Um, this week is going to be really hot. It's going to get into like 40 degrees Celsius, hundreds, Fahrenheit that sort of happens towards the end of the day so that's when we've got to hit the pool but um, I hope you guys are having a wonderful summer or winter depending on where you are on the planet and I will chat to you soon